0: You never miss the water till you're well and your well strong. Never miss your turner till he says goodbye.
1: And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Young, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, April 11th, 2023, coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going?
0: Uh, Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take today actually has to do with the umps. We are dump on the ump. We haven't been talking about the umps that much lately. But my hot take is that the umps this year suck more than they have in previous years. And I know what you're thinking. The umps always suck. It takes a certain kind of shitty human individual to want to become an umpire. They probably were like, not smart enough for the police academy. Let that sink in. For you, But it's that same sort of like, I'm a weak and shitty human being and I want to have power over other human beings. Um, right. So I'll become an umpire or I'll like try to become a cop and they'll be like, oh, Joe West, you're way too fat to be a police officer, fat boy. And he's like, okay, I'll just become an umpire. Right. Um, anyway, <clears throat> what I'm referring to specifically here is that um, the... There's more new umpires in Major League Baseball this season than any season since, like, 2002 or something like that. There's a lot of umpires retired last year, and they suck. Like, the pitches, like, you watch TV and they have the little strike zone thing, and I have not seen so many strike calls outside of that strike zone box in my entire life. Like, it's ridiculous. Devers last night... Struck out on three pitches, the second, the last two of which were probably six inches out of the strike zone low. And I'm not even exaggerating at all. You see the box on the TV and then you see the pitches that he strikes out on and they're not even close. And this umpire, whoever the fuck it is, Angel Hernandez Jr. probably is just like ringing people up, not even looking at the ball. Anyway, I think that you know this is a ploy by Major League Baseball. They're just hiring the shittiest minor league umpires as a way to push through a automatic balls and strikes calling robo-umpire. That's what I think. I was just going to say that. Because it's, it's bad. Like, you watch games and it's bad. And, <clears throat> you know, it's embarrassing. That's embarrassing for those people.
2: I was going to say, I, on my way home from work today, I was like, well... I kind of, well, it, it's kind of a, it's more, far more complicated, but at some point on my drive home today, I was like, maybe I should be a little league umpire. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny then for you to just talk about that. But I agree with you that the shit the umpiring has been pretty shitty this year. I feel like it's been common fodder on like baseball shows. Like I watch MLB network a lot because it's all comes on Fubo or whatever product placement here. Uh, but They've been talking about it a lot, too. So. But I, did not, I do think it's probably an MLB scam. They're like, we'll just hire all these fucking shitty umps, and then they'll be shitty, and everybody will be like, we can't, and yeah. maybe even encourage them to be shitty, and then they can just replace them. And they're like, you, yeah, you'll so, get the full retirement package, even though you're only 26 or something. You just have to be a shitty ump for two years.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, they're, they're like reverse scabs, Or no, they're just... Yeah,
2: they're exactly like moles. They're but, moles. Yeah, they're
0: moles, yeah. Mole <laughs> umpire. So, Also, FUBO and MLB TV now owe us money. That's just want to put that on the record. That's how it works.
1: Let's write a letter to Rob
2: Manfred.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where do we collect this? (laughs) Yeah. Just send in. Welcome. Where do we get our money? (laughs)
1: Uh, All right. uh, Also joining us as per usual is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going?
2: It's going, going pretty good, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm coming to you. as back to, as per usual, in the basement of my house in Seattle. I oh, yeah. don't have any laundry to fold. Oh, JK just went way yard. That's exciting. Jared Kelnick is heating up. The kid is finally paying dividends. You're anyway, welcome. sorry. My hot take it was going to be that uh, the new schedules are fucking stupid. Interleague play is fucking stupid, I think. <laughs> I think the MLB needs to stop sucking, like, the everyman's dick and just, like, you know what? You don't get to see the fucking St. Louis Cardinals this year. Wait two years, you yep. dumbass. It's fucking yep. cycles through it. I think the one division of interleague play was more than enough to get everybody their fill. But changing the fucking rule so everybody, universal DH, and just give me a fucking break with all this crap MLB I don't I need and now the travel is going to be even more ridiculous for a team like the Mariners or Oakland where they have to fucking fly back and forth to the East Coast because the East Coast has a shitload of National League teams. So yeah, fuck fuck the new schedules and fuck interleague play.
1: And <laughs> uh, the Mariners news of playing the Cubs Perfect. on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday series in the middle of April. Like yeah. what the fuck? That is the stupidest thing ever.
0: It's probably just they're trying to get butts and seats and places like well, Pittsburgh, right? It, like, oh, the Yankees are gonna play Pittsburgh every year. So
2: we'll get we'll get one we'll series get, in Pittsburgh that sells out
0: right exactly we'll get people who are like, now that we'll know like
2: cruises now.
0: right exactly we'll like get when the angels come to town we'll be able to fill the seats because everyone will want to see shohei otani
2: and there's like oh look at you got to see all the teams isn't that exciting And it's like yeah. you no know, part of the good thing about baseball is that it just took forever and they're trying to fucking ruin that for us you know it's like what it, it takes three years for you to go see some national league team if you really want to but it, you know what? You're probably going to be a fan of your, of your team in two years. And if you're not, well, then you probably shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place, asshole. Agreed. Yeah, I'm swearing a lot. I didn't mean to do that.
0: Well, yeah, you're, you're heated. You're heated. I'm coming things. in hot today. I'm coming in <laughs> hot.
1: That's good. Uh-huh. I think it needs to be a cool thing where we only play the, I mean, and that's, first of all, the White Sox, we used to never play the Dodgers, right? Right. And we never played the Dodgers but. Eight hundred years, and then when they even they did start in a league play, you play the Dodgers once every three years, once right. every four years. So it's once a every seven three years.
2: years, yeah. But and so like, and you would play a home and an away series against that team. So everybody in every town will get to see all the teams. Now you like we don't play the Dodgers in, uh, we play them here.
1: You you don't go there. You don't no. go. To- yeah, I
2: think I I don't think you travel you don't play split series but with every team. You just play one series with every team, and some of those are away series and some of those are home series. So it's like it's just sort of and then I also think that it's stupid that they're not playing in their division. I mean, you have them in divisions, let them take and it, it was just weighted. So you played more games against your division. It affects your standing, it gives you more, you know, more ownership of whether you actually make the playoffs because if you beat the teams in your division and you win your division you got to go to the playoffs you know what i mean it's like i I don't know there's kind of a i mean sure, like the central's been kind of shitty you know or that west has been shitty at different times but you know i mean the east has been shitty at different times too and like that just fucking happens but it's still i don't know it just it sort of spreads it out a little bit I, i don't quite understand it
1: yeah i think you could pretty much abandon actually divisions at this point like just take
2: yeah what's the point of them right between the
0: what's for the playoffs
1: right well no get they've already gotten rid of weighted schedules and they've expanded to add the second wild card right so third wild card so six teams make the playoffs from each league, right right so just get rid of the divisions and just the top six teams in the league make the playoffs
2: national league and national league and an american league yeah yeah that's uh that's i mean that's kind of what hockey does right essentially i guess they still have some divisions now so i don't know east and west well i mean they have the western conference and the eastern conference right but then they have like pacific 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 and Central and mountain or whatever like that so there are two divisions and they have changed it now so that the three division leaders qualify and then the next two top records qualify
0: which (laughs) i'm gonna no b does but I'm going to take the counterpoint on this and say that I don't care. I don't think that it. I don't. I don't think that it really is. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, like in the grand scheme of, you know, the pitch I, clock and the big bases, it's like I, you know, I don't give a shit that I play the Pirates every year or I do this year because they swept us. But like I, you know, I don't care about. You know, I. I think that it doesn't really matter. Um, I like I, I like the division races. I, you know, the division races in the East, the AL East has always been, like, a very exciting thing for me because. That's why the, I don't believe
2: this counterpoint. Yeah. Because I know um, you value the, the relationship in the AL East. Like, I know you like, I mean, the rivalry right. you get with your still, other AL East teams is
0: right part of the fun we're, of being Red Sox. We're still going to see plenty of that. you know.
2: But and those relationships were fostered through, you know, decades of of facing them more often than not. And I would say that as a result of this schedule thing, you're going to see those rivalries dissipate.
0: Well, but I don't know that that's true, though, because like it's only what in the last 10 years, they just up the amount of times you play your division. And now they're like taking that that. away. It's. Yeah, I think so. I think it's. I think that, it was always it was weighted like,
2: though. It's been weighted towards your division for a long time. Like
0: right, right maybe, but
2: maybe it, not. It only
0: like was nineteen games you played against every team in your division, and I remember when that happened. And it was, it was up from it was up from fifteen. I don't know. It was like oh. more. Um. So. I don't know. I don't remember that when that happened. True. I thought that,
2: I, I mean, I guess I, now that you mention it, I, I guess I did kind of realize that that did happen at some point, but I don't remember when it was. When did they go
1: to three divisions, like 94?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was when the Astros came to the American League, I think.
1: Oh, the Astros came to the American League more recently than that. Like when More you... recently than then? Because the White Sox beat the Astros in the 2005 World Series.
0: I, right. would think
2: that, I think that they added a third division in each league in the late 80s would be my guess.
1: I would buy that.
0: I'm going to Google it real quick. But What I'm talking about is when they changed. No, when the when they brought in the wild card. Is that what you're talking about? Well, they would have brought
1: in the wild card the same year because they can't yeah. have three teams made. Yeah.
0: That, I mean, that happened when I was a kid, I think. Yeah,
1: 1994.
0: Yeah, yeah it
2: was 94. Okay, that's weird <laughs> I thought it was earlier than that.
1: <clears throat> nope. So so before 94, you had two divisions per league. Yeah. Uh, the, Astros, the Astros moved to the AL really recently because you had one of the things that was... Early 2000s. After 2005, because they won the NL in 2005.
2: Um, yeah. I think it was maybe two years after that. And they were terrible. They were immediately the bottom They didn't sure. move to the AL until
1: 2013. 2013? 2013 they moved to the AL.
2: Yeah. God life is such a trip.
1: <laughs> yes, time is a trip. Because mm-hmm. that was the big uh barrier to interleague play, is that you had 16 NL teams and 14 AL teams. And the mm. AL West only had four teams, and the NL Central had six teams. And that's why you couldn't actually make interleague play work because there was an imbalance there. So once they got it to 15 to 15.
2: Wait a second. If there's an imbalance, you can't get a sketch. Oh I mean, if you're only playing still, one division.
1: They were still weird. doing it. They were still doing it, but it was very, very limited. I mean, Interleague
2: was, like, even, yeah, with Super inter like, back then. I mean, when did they start Interleague play?
1: I don't know about officially. Like, the White Sox and the Cubs have been playing each other forever, but... They incorporated
2: it into the weighted schedule fairly recently. Like... Just going up to the you know, I don't remember. We're just we're we're spending a lot of time in them in a new show about it. I'm just saying that uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, Sam. I've had issues with pretty much all the new rules. That's just my new position. <laughs> I'm just contrary. I don't want them to change anything.
0: Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Um, but there's I they feel don't. like some of them are, are like I feel like it's at worst it's just kind of stupid. I don't think that it's bad. You know, they were
2: there was like the whole thing with like the going back and forth now between the the pitch clock and like who's calling time and when they're like the because the umpires are being kind of lenient about it like they were in the game I was watching the other day they were letting it hit zero and then they like it was like it was like the play clock clock in football instead of the shot clock in basketball kind of thing where they like right. let it hit zero and then they turn and if the pitch isn't, hasn't started then then they're gonna call it you know and it was like. And I saw them warn a guy, like essentially, like he was like, You just called time. And the guy was like, I didn't. He was like, Yeah, well, you were gonna be out, you're gonna it was gonna be strike three and like a kind of critical position. There was like two people oh. on and two strikes. And it was like the guy was taking time because that's what players have <laughs> done historically, is like take a second to fucking think about it. And he was doing that, and the umpire was like. Time you called time. I think and the batter was like, "What?" He's like, "You were." It was either that or strike three, bro. So you called time. You know, and so now you don't have anymore. Essentially, like warning him. But it was in a critical moment, and then the guy got on base, and that was when we lost the game the other day when the Cubs came back, or or whoever came back Indians, maybe or try or Guardians. Damn it. Um, I don't remember who it was, but it was like a critical moment, and he warned the guy instead of giving him a. St- a strike and it ended up biting us in the ass and now i'm seeing like it seems like that shit happens all the time now so i'm just kind of and now so now we're just watching guys argue about who called time and it, i think it's so dumb sorry so
0: many rules. yeah no Landon, i think the pitch clock is dumb and i think that's i think that is ruining baseball the game that you know we all love it's going to be a different game because of it and it's not going to be as good in my opinion um yeah
2: and it's weird because I feel like the MLB, like, network and everybody is, like, trying to sell it really hard.
0: They, like, I feel like definitely. every game I watch, they're oh, like, oh, well, and
2: I really love the pitch clock rule. And everybody, like, all the fans at home love it, too, you know? And it's right. kind of like, I don't well, know that's I think
0: that. Well, I think the announcers really like it because they have to work less. I think that's, you yeah. know, no one's getting paid less. They're just working less, you know? I think yeah, that's I'm why the players it's... like it, and, you know? But, yeah. <laughs> I think in the in the announcers, I think especially like it because they're like, "Oh shit, I'm out of here in two hours." You know, it's like they're probably <laughs> down from an eight hour day to like a six hour day. You know what I mean? That's it's or you know five hour day to, to get a up four hour day, yeah. <clears throat> so it's just you know, I think the that's why they're the trying to jam it down music. our throat. But the thing is, like you know, I got off for of work um, and I got home in like eight thirty. And the game started at 640, and it was um, whatever, the seventh inning when I got home, and then the game was over. And it's like, oh, I should be able to, like, come home from work at 830 and watch an hour to an hour and a half, like, an hour and a half of baseball, you know what I mean? And, like, that's, I don't get that anymore.
2: Not anymore, buddy.
0: Yep. <clears throat> Tough titties yeah well actually i guess i normally come home from work much later than that but the, point the, point. The, the point is the point is it's like i got home in the seventh inning i was like cool it's the seventh inning and it's like you know i let the dog out i made a drink and i came down and it was the ninth inning and it's yeah that, that yeah that sucks really? that sucks for me yeah and and That's it's funny, funny. because it's, the red Sox. i don't know if your guys are they do this thing where they have Nesson does the team that come that has all the Red Sox games. They have the game and then after the game they replay the game and they call it Socks and Two and they like condense the game to two hours so that it you know, for people who come home late from work, presumably they can watch the game in two hours. And that's but great. it's like the games are like two hours now anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> just I just don't the know. Game. They're like Socks too. It's just like they just replay the whole game again. You know what I mean? Like maybe they skip one half inning or something.
2: <laughs> but that's funny. Root does a rebroad or has historically done a rebroadcast, but they always just play the whole fucking thing. But it would be so much smarter to condense it. And how much harder could it be?
0: Yeah, not hard at all.
1: You're just making MLB's point for them though. If it's smart for the network to rebroadcast the game as
0: well quote unquote condensed
2: i'm not saying that it doesn't make sense for the mlb to do it i'm saying it's fucking stupid
0: well it's different it's different because it's live versus not live because it's like oh you know nobody scored any runs in the the first in the third through the eighth inning so we're just gonna skip the sixth inning or something like that you know what i mean like I, In retrospect, it's like that sixth inning was a real dog, so we're just going to get rid of it. You know, they have
2: yeah, and and that's totally f- and like I enjoy watching it that way. Like if the if the game's already happened and I know that nothing happens, I don't need to watch them every second of it.
0: Right, exactly. But and also, it's like if you get home late from work, you get home at nine, and the game is already over, and if like you don't, you don't need to watch thing. it. I don't know. The thing is, is that I just think that. You know the pitch clock. We're going to lose. You lose a lot of the game to the pitch clock. I think. Yeah. And everyone yeah. is trying to tell me that that's a good thing. When in my heart, I know that that is not a good thing. I, I just, know that yeah. less baseball is never better than more baseball.
2: Yeah, and it's so strange to me. it's such a pessimistic argument to, to argue any other way. It's like you're you're literally just giving us less of the product, and you want us to be happy about that for the right. same
0: price. Like, like it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, but that's like the capitalism. That's like capitalism, right? It's like, oh, sure. how do we get people to pay the same amount for less?
2: What was the thing I I saw? Some stadium is is uh because games are going so quickly, they're contemplating selling beer past the seventh inning.
1: Yeah, the Brewers are already doing that.
0: They they would have to be the Brewers.
1: Yeah, the Brewers are. they have to. Yeah, their cutoff is now the middle of the eighth brewers. inning. And I've read a lot of stupid takes about that because people are saying that this now means that fans are going to get wasted. It doesn't it because the time is the same.
0: The right, thing- but it's also, it's like...
2: What, like half another beer.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think that the, <laughs> I think the more the them. concern is that there could be more drunk driving because it's like a shorter time in between. The end of beer sales to, to, to driving yeah. I
2: also thought that there was something about like once you sell it to him, you got to let him finish it. You can't kick them out before they finish it, kind of thing. So like if you if you give a beer to a guy in the ninth inning and the game's over, then he just wants to sit there and drink his beer, and you're trying to get him out of the stadium.
1: Mm, I think so because like a
2: last call it. I mean a last call at a bar.
1: That's happened to me though. I've gotten kicked out of a stadium, and I still had a third of a tall boy to drink and they're like
0: well that's probably because he took a swing at the usher when they came by
1: right sure fine
0: (laughs) that was also the middle of the fifth inning
2: (laughs) sir you have to leave the stadium (laughs) and please don't come back to cincinnati
1: oh yeah i'm going to cincinnati
2: (laughs) the great American wait is it great american ballpark yep I've been there. There's it's all amazing. the Giants there.
1: It's good. I actually really like that stadium.
2: Oh, yeah, you've been there. We've talked about it. Been there,
1: yeah. Uh, let me let me read that into my hot take. Uh, hey, everybody, I'm Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Went to my first Major League Baseball game of the season this last week. White Sox at Pirates at PNC Park, which is, you know – it was Went great a game, White Sox one. And as Thomas and Sam, as you guys know, like, we heckle a lot, right? And when you're a road fan heckling, that's always a little bit of a wild card, right? And one thing, I love Pittsburgh. I love PNC Park. One thing I noticed, though, is that Pirate fans are kind of like tight asses about it. I got so many dirt, like dirty looks from unapproving fans about my heckling. <laughs> More than any other. And I was thinking about this because I've gone to Milwaukee and heckled like White Sox at Brewers and I heckled it and it was great. And the Brewers fans gave it fucking back to me. But in a good natured way. And it was fun. And I went to White Sox at Twins and heckled them. And the Twins fans were too nice, but they were really nice. They were like, oh. Basically Canadians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny there. Yeah. Oh, oh, you got us. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh,
2: good, good one, (laughs) eh? (laughs) You want to come over for supper?
1: Exactly. That's exactly
2: <laughs> You're not from around here, are you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cubs fans is the only time it gets mean because everyone's Chicago and they hate each other. Yeah,
2: I bet it doesn't go well at a Cubs game.
1: Yeah, it, gets, it gets rough, but you got to be prepared for that. But like the Brewers and the Twins, it's good natured. The Pirates fans were like, well, that's I didn't expect it. Like, they Isn't would,
2: Pittsburgh, like, fairly puritanical?
1: I, I think so. I think it's... I think really that that's historically
2: a, a thing. Like, I think, like, very they're, scary. like... Very, very scary. Scary. And it yeah, was... I didn't, think,
0: I didn't think that there no, were any
2: Pirates fans. fans. I thought that No,
1: there are a lot of Pirates fans. There are no Tigers fans. Not at well, the other thing fans.
2: about Pirates fans is that they're probably a little downtrodden. I mean, they've just had the shit kicked out of them by, like, Ooh. chance and, you know... Bad business running. I mean, all kinds of shit. Like, what was the last... Well, I guess the early 90s, they had a pretty decent team. Or in the 90s. They won
1: the division last in 2013 with McCutcheon and Josh... Won
0: the MVP. And... What? Won the MVP.
1: When McCutcheon what? won the MVP, they had McCutcheon. They had good Josh Bell. Starley Marte? Maybe. Josh Harrison, I think, was on that team. They, like, had a good team, and then they... yeah. The ownership fucked it
0: up. They also had it up. They just didn't want to pay anybody. Right, right.
2: Didn't they have, like, uh, Glasnow and... uh, Glasnow, yeah. Who was the other one? Mm. Other big one? Oh, they had Cole. Chris Archer. Chris Archer, but they also had Cole... Cole, no, Cole... Garrett Cole. Yeah, Garrett Cole. They had Garrett
0: Cole, but he wasn't good with them.
2: No, but, I mean, he was decent. He had some good moments. He was good for them. He was
0: young. Yeah. He wasn't that good. He uh,
2: struggled, he, but he had potential, and everybody always thought he was going to be good.
0: Right. They got rid of him
2: because he wasn't good, yeah.
1: And then he went to the Astros and then the Yankees, is that
0: was happened?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He got good pretty much right when he got – he got real good when he got – He left
0: Pittsburgh, yeah.
2: But he, the potential was there. They just weren't. They, they, but and everybody talked about what good coaching they had in Pittsburgh. But it was all kind of. I think it was a lot of hot air. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I've always thought of it as being sort of a puritanical place. I mean, that's where they fucking. What was the 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 fucking really famous horror movie that they shot in Pittsburgh? The Exorcist.
1: Oh. Uh... Interesting. Well, it's all uh, Catholic immigrants. It's Polish. It's yeah. Catholic. I guess German Lutheran Catholic, uh, German Lutheran,
0: yeah. right? Working but off. hold on, Joel. Like, we're not even talking about the most important part of this Pittsburgh game, which is that you caught a foul ball.
2: Oh, yeah, so, like, really? let's
0: hear about that. Like, you talk about bury the lead. This is the only thing I'm interested in. Wait, 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 wait,
1: hold on. Give me 30 seconds. I gotta go get my foul ball. I was. <laughs>
2: I totally forgot he got a foul ball.
1: I have foul ball.
0: Yeah,
1: it actually, it's not a foul ball. I'll tell you in a second. Here it is. Here's here's my game ball. Game ball. First ever game nice. ever
2: For those it. listening at home, Joel is just He's holding a baseball. A baseball for us, if <laughs> you didn't know.
1: So here's a funny story about it. Is that it was bottom of the sixth. The White Sox had just taken the lead. They had a really good inning. And I was excited. And uh, because I'm an asshole, I was on my phone checking Twitter. And was
2: uh,
1: just off the first baseline about seven rows back. My buddy Scott and I, who Scott's a Pirates fan. And um, Yohan Mokada's up to bat and Moncada grounds into an inning-ending ending double play, which was disappointing. And so he grounds into an inning-ending ending double play, and I get on my phone and start tweeting about it. And then it's um, uh, Santana. Santana was the Pirates first baseman who finished the double play, right? Carlos Santana? Carlos Santana, yeah.
0: Oh, no way. Sick thick guitar player. Oh there, girl, yeah. you're so
2: smooth.
1: And so he gets it. So so he finished the double play and does the thing that he does, which is like it goes to throat, toss it over the net into the stand, yeah. Right? Sure. And I'm on my phone, and my buddy Scott is sitting next to me. And he this is according to him, he goes, Joel, look out. Joel, look out. <laughs> It's coming with, like right at me.
2: Do you think he threw oh. it at
1: you? Uh, no, he just lobbed it. No, <laughs> and, and and were you heckling him? Oh, no, yeah, that's, that's what I want to know. And then uh, what ended up happening is the dude immediately behind me tried to catch it over my head, fucked it up. It fell on the ground, and I go, "Oh look!" That I just. Bend then pick it up well like as close as you can get to a ball just landing in your lap
2: that's pretty that's fun. awesome yeah
0: um but you were on tv though just on twitter while this foul ball you just were completely ignoring that's
1: what? Well, yeah. I mean, you
0: gotta have your eyes
2: up. Oh, it wasn't a foul yeah, ball, right. but it was. It was like the play was over, and he the the, the play ending was ending, and Joel had already gone right. down to tweet on his like phone. He's like huddled on at his seat, tweeting about something White Sox. And I'm just saying, Carlos not- Santana's like this motherfucker's been heckling me all game. I'm right. gonna
1: throw
0: this ball right that's at right, him. Baby. I'm gonna hit him.
1: Oh, maybe. Oh, I like that.
0: Yeah. Were you talking shit about his guitar skills?
1: Well, he's got really good guitar skills,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: Well, did you ask yeah, him? No, he's he shred. might not. He
2: does. He's <laughs> right. <laughs> I've heard him. <laughs> he's
1: good. Well, I'm say they definitely threads cred, on the guitar. Um,
2: More importantly, Joel, what were you tweeting?
1: I don't even fucking remember.
2: Because <laughs> you erased it and immediately tweeted, I just got a ball thrown by Carlos Santana. Girl, you're so smooth. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oye, como <laughs> va?
1: Like, I even like Moncada and probably some shit about God damn it, Moncada ending a rally with a
2: <laughs> Yeah, but he's yeah. like, but isn't he slugging like 8,000? and?
1: Well, he's, he's I was going to talk about this later He's day to day now, but he's had a really great start to the season But White- he's hurt now? Yeah, everyone on the White Sox is hurt right now Mocada, Maybe I can play for him Moncada's day to day. Anderson's on the ten day IL. Jimenez is on the ten day IL. Joe Kelly. Okay. Yeah. It's I'm bad. Anyway, so I got I got a baseball. Fucking loved it. I want to bring it. What what is like the policy for that? Like I can bring this, and if, if I want to get it signed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. Like, does like, your double play, ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to do it, yes. But when you ground in that double play, in Pittsburgh, <laughs> that's <is> his ball. <laughs> I cherish it.
1: Right, and you can't see it on the Zoom. It's got the, the dirt stains and shit on it. Maybe uh, it, doesn't right, smell like, you know.
2: it smells <laughs> like mud, right?
1: Exactly, Yeah. <laughs> Like I mean, I have I've I was thinking about this because I've only like regularly been going to MLB games since like 2016, probably right. Sure. So you guys have both gone to more than I have, but I've gone to seventy or eighty major league baseball games, probably. Like that I sounds can, like a lot. Yeah, because I've been going to about 10 a year for the last couple of years. You, you know. Uh, more than 10, anyway I estimate I've gone to like 70 Major League Baseball games like, man this is the first actual ball I've gotten, that was cool
2: that's it, that is cool, it's always exciting
1: yeah, yeah. you know it's not a home run ball It's I should, I should go to Monkai Hey Monkai. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you Yeah. That's you white exactly what you should do yeah <laughs> you could just say i hit this i caught this foul ball sure or it's or you funny, just say i, I just caught, i caught this ball missed, you hit
1: but it would be funny to get him to say his double play ball <laughs> oh, i killed the valley <laughs> <clears throat>
2: yeah i mean i guess i guess he's you know more likely to respond in a positive manner if you approach him with better news than the ground double play ground ball you know it's like oh this was a it was just barely fair foul down the line i got it from an usher or whatever you know can you sign it for me
0: yeah
2: <laughs> just lie to him massage his ego he's more likely That's to funny. sign your ball
1: yeah All right I'm excited. my buddy
2: the, the coolest one i ever had was my buddy and i were in spring training and we were sitting in the berm and he had been trying to get leona's well, I mean, I guess it's not that cool. He was trying to get Leonis. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Leonis Martin, the center guy who was playing center field for the. He played for in center field for a while. He's good, good outfielder. And he got he got him to throw the ball to him from like dead center field, and he caught it. It was pretty good. That was a good one. That's maybe not the best. My, I have actually way better stories for some reason. I just got confused and thought that was the best one. But I've caught a few balls. I've had a few balls come my direction.
0: See, I've never caught a foul ball or even come close. And you've to got a more
1: baseball games than I have. Or I mean gone, yeah,
0: I don't know. I've gotten to a good amount of baseball games. Um yeah, maybe. I've gotten to a lot of baseball games. I like baseball. I'm a big baseball guy. <laughs>
1: well, but
2: you get be- I'm pretty cool with it.
0: My
1: point is that that is not uh we talked about this earlier about the Red Sox. I was not a MLB fan as a kid. Like, we didn't go right. to MLB games. Like, I only yeah. started going to major league baseball games as an adult, really. Right. Right. I have And
2: I also having kids, I had like, I mean, I think I told, I mean, yeah, okay, so not catching a foul ball. Foul balls have only, like, a ball in play. Well, yeah. You
0: know, what t- I mean.
2: coming into my possession is less. I mean, I've had lots of balls thrown to me. Mm-hmm. foul balls i've only seen two that i can remember or, or had one in my possession and that was with a full i went to a yankee stadium and i was like a kid when we lived on the east coast and i we had like my mom's my, my friend's fancy mom had really good tickets at yankee stadium and we were there for batting practice maybe well yeah. so i guess it wasn't really even in play i can't remember how it happened but it hit a, it hit a security guard in the head it was dave henderson was playing for the Yankees. It was the end of his career, and he hit a line drive in batting practice that hit a security guard in the side of the head eee. and bounced up into the air and landed in my lap. And then oh, got that's
0: out. sick. That's a good story. My... Yeah,
2: got... <laughs> See, that was what I was laughing about was that I told the stupid story when I got. Up <laughs> my... when, when the security guard hit in the head was way better. I also got one when I sat, I sat in the Diamond Club, which is like right behind home plate at at, Where? at, T, at safeco uh-huh. this was like you know almost 20 years ago probably jamie moyer was pitching and i worked and i worked with a guy i was friends with a guy who owned a bar and so vendors own these tickets and they're always tra- take people so he took us he took my buddy and me as a result and it was like you know third row behind home plate all the amenities and shit and like three innings in somebody hit a ball straight up straight up in the air and straight back down and it hit the bar right in front of me and bounced into my lap
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's a good one, too.
2: See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've told the worst story.
0: <laughs>
2: now I've told them all.
1: Yeah, that's good. Um shit. I, I was gonna ask you guys a question and then you made me forget about it. Wait,
2: Sam, have you ever have you
0: caught a tall ball? No. Never even come close.
2: Oh, that's like have right. never
0: even had a ball within probably 10 rows of me. And I've said. Fucking everywhere in a ballpark. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, That's you know, crazy. most of the ball games I've gone to, I've not had seats where you would find that. But like, I've sat in, you know, in the right field corner at Fenway a lot. Balls go there all the time, but never when I've been there. Um, and I've, I mean, I've definitely sat, spent a lot of time sitting in seats where you think that would be foul ball ter- territory, but.
2: Like front row along the wall, or something like that, and and felt like down the line. Yeah, my
0: dad had these uh, partial season tickets at Fenway, which are the best seats I've ever had at any ballpark anywhere. And they're like just right behind, probably six rows back of the visiting players on deck circle. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, you want to heckle somebody, (laughs) the best time to do it it's when they're on deck <laughs> oh yeah because is- then you're not like that they do not like it when they're like trying to like pay attention to what's going on <laughs> and you're just like you're, <laughs> or you know something more clever than that probably but yeah pretty funny
2: it it yeah i mean just because we do heckle doesn't mean we should I will well,
1: follow the rules. We've talked about this on on this podcast. Yeah, we're public.
2: we're transparent about it.
1: It's nothing racist, nothing sexist, nothing homophobic. Right.
0: I don't swear. Also, oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. We, we talked about that'll it. get you kicked out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. no, no yeah. You got to follow the rules, but that's part of the game is finding the one thing that will actually get under right your skin that's not just like in racist or, you know homophobic slows.
2: essentially the problem the the root of this whole conversation is the when I'm heckling I'm generally pretty cognizant of what the people are how the people around me are responding to it Agreed. Yeah. like if I'm really pissing people off unless I think well, I guess in some point cases, you know, if you're drunk enough, maybe then it, that's funny, too, and you can just keep heckling everybody. But essentially, I try to keep my eyes on what's going on around me for people's reaction. But, like, in a place like Pittsburgh, where you're not even being, you know, out of out of hand or, you know, necessarily, you're still going to get stupid looks. That sort of sucks. And that's not th- – then well, then I you can't
1: – I didn't really heckle – hard many of the Pirates fans uh Pirates players and like Andrew McCutcheon was like three for five or something also he had a great game and I definitely cheered for Andrew McCutcheon each time
2: because were you heckling
1: uh I don't even I I think what I was doing is I was trying to get let's go White Sox Chance going
2: constantly right (laughs) it seemed like there was White Sox fans in your pictures.
1: Oh yeah, there were a lot of White Sox fans there. And I think they the Pirates fans were getting pissed because like it was Oregon, working. The organ starts going like doot 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 doot. And then I start going, let's go, White Sox, right? Like trying to hijack their chance. And at one point, a lady definitely said to me, like, the White Sox aren't even at bat. And I was like, so?
2: Chill <laughs> out, lady.
1: Chill out, lady. Yeah. I still want I, them to go. Yeah,
2: I'm going to go back to the bench and hit. That's what I want them to go.
1: <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard that before. Like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> like, You can only cheer for your team when they're at bat? That doesn't make
0: sense. I I got told one time at Yankee Stadium that I ruined the game for everybody in the section, and that was the best thing that's ever been said to me, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, by this Yankee, by this like lady who was just really upset. Well, also like the Red Sox, it was Andy Pettit was pitching, and the Red Sox crushed the Yankees, and I was just like. Really riding Andy Pettit about steroids, you know what I mean? And it was, and then at the end of the game, this late, it was like the seventh inning, and the lady's like, I'm leaving. You ruined the game for everybody in this section.
2: <laughs> that sounds funny.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Good. That's the idea. And I was like, you know, I was like, of course, this lady's leaving in the seventh inning. She's a fucking Yankees fan. That's how they do. Yeah.
2: You wanted to leave anyway, lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta go. Well, I'll go watch the Cowboys. Like,
1: to get back to the interleague thing, like if I was gonna root for an NL team, the pilots would be up there. There's no natural rivalry between the Chicago White Sox and the Pittsburgh Pilots.
0: I've rooted for the but there Pittsburgh might be Pirates. now though.
1: What? there might be now after some Cruz bullshit, yeah. What happened? Oh, you didn't so I the- know he's out. So so and and let me give you a little bit of context to you because basically what happened was they played a three game series that was the Pirates home opener, and in game one the Pirates kicked the shit out of the White Sox, and in game two that I was at the White Sox, White Sox kicked the shit out. out of the Pirates. So yeah. then they're going into game three and they're both kind of pissed at each other, and it's a one nothing game. And O'Neal Cruz is trying to go from third to home. Was it a, I can't, I don't, I think it was a fly ball. I think it was a a pop fly. And so he's running from third to home on the White Sox. And the relay is high from Moncada back to Sebi Sebi Zavala. And as a White Sox fan, O'Neill Cruz tried to take out the catcher. Like, he had a clear path to home plate. He chose not to take it. He slid into the catcher and fucking fractured his own ankle. Mm. And then Sevi Zavala said something to the end of, that's what you get, bitch. And they are at the play. Right, exactly. He was out. He was out at the plate, and he fractured his own ankle, trying to take out the catcher. And both benches cleared, and there was a brawl.
2: Oh, was there a brawl?
1: When was
0: this? Easter Sunday. And it was Easter Sunday. Oh, see, this is the rivalry in the making, Joel. This (laughs) is like the Easter Sunday brawl, you know what I mean? (laughs)
2: first joel was doing all that inappropriate chanting and now they're
1: mad because some asshole was in the first place line last night talking shit to all the pirates all night while they got their asses handed to them
0: was your friend like really embarrassed to be there with you yes yes he was
1: Good. he said he said that a couple of
0: times he was like he god said, damn it
1: <laughs> he's a uh, big. He, he grew up in Pittsburgh, uh,
0: oh, so he's
2: real like puritanical.
0: Is he? He's not really like a Pittsburgh fan, though, right? Didn't real. you say he just he had to buy a hat at the ballpark?
1: Uh Yeah, we buy the. Uh, I, I I told him to buy a hat before he wanted to buy a hat at the ballpark. I said we should buy a hat before we get to the ballpark, right
0: ballpark. at the gas station.
1: We should have gone. Well, no, <clears> we did not <throat> go to the gas station. We actually went to this really cool haberdasher in like downtown Pittsburgh that had a th- sick ass collection of hats. Um, and he bought a pirate's cap, We that to the game. Well we done. watched the uh Pittsburgh Penguins hockey game,
2: and that's Went to the game.
1: No, no, like before before the pirates game we just went to a ball and watched the Pittsburgh Penguins game cuz he was like hockey is real like it's hockey season right now in Pittsburgh like right that's what you do you go to the ball and watch the pens game I uh,
2: a <laughs> yeah, here What I thought they weren't that good this year.
1: No, they're going to the playoffs. They they they're above average.
2: Hmm. I haven't mean, even been pay, paying attention to hockey.
1: The Boston Bruins we'll have, do- have set the record for most wins in a regular season in the history of the I know.
0: They're really good. It was really crazy. Good.
2: The the Kraken beat them in Boston and was like at the time it was like only their fifth loss of the season or something like that. Right.
1: Yeah, they're like Sixty-three and ten and ten or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing.
2: Which yeah, is- I thought the West was going to be the same, but there's some parity at the top.
1: Are the Kraken good?
2: They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know how far.
2: That's exciting. Going. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Jesus, the Mariners are getting just shellacked at this point. What's the score? It's now fourteen to eight. That's, uh, in the bottom of the sixth.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: I gotta um, turn it
1: off now. Yeah, you gotta turn it off. All right. <laughs> so we got let's say, let's give us 10 minutes and then we gotta shut this down. Let's do a little around the horn about how bad each of our respective baseball teams are. Sam, I want you to go first. How are the Red Sox doing?
0: Uh well the Red Sox um you know, I think that I had a hot take at the beginning of the season or before the season that the Red Sox weren't gonna be good, but they were gonna be entertaining to watch this year, right? Do you guys remember that? Yeah, like, that's uh, what we're gonna make a movie. Well no, you said
2: you said they might be really good. If everything goes right, they might be good.
0: Oh yeah. Not everything is not going right. Um, but they have been very entertaining to watch. Uh there's definitely potential in there. Um Lineup to score a lot of runs. However, our best hitter to to start off the season, Adam Duvall, just broke his wrist diving for a ball in center field. And he is going to be out for – they have not set a timetable timetable for his return. He doesn't need surgery, so that's good. Uh, And that means I think that a normal wrist fracture – Um, timetable for return is four to six weeks so um tbd but he's also he had surgery on that same wrist last year so who knows when he'll like how it'll heal when he'll come back what he'll be like when he comes back yeah Um, i mean
2: that's ultimately like the biggest one is he's streaking he's really hot right now and sometimes with a veteran like that you can ride it for a really long time sometimes like maybe through the whole season potentially
0: well And, you know, the thing that was fun about him is like before the season, they're like, oh, this is a right-handed, full power hitter. He's going to love hitting the ball at Fenway because the the left field fence is so short. And sure enough, he just was like, you know, crushing the ball off and over that short wall, like that wall out there. Um, So that was cool. But, you know, Devers is hitting the ball pretty well. And Verdugo is hitting the ball really well. And Devers is like... Man, he's he's hitting the ball pretty. He's you know he got a he had two home runs the other day, one of which was a grand slam. That was awesome. But he's also like been crushing the ball, and people have been making like amazing plays on it. So he's like, he's, just, he's been having he's been having bad luck. He's been hitting the ball real well, and even above and beyond that, he's you know his stats are pretty good, but like they could be so much better because he's been really. He's twice today people made, like, diving plays against him. Um,
2: I mean, and mean, that's weird because he was struggling during the
0: WBC. Yeah. Well, that's spring training, though, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Um, but anyway, uh, the Red Sox, they've been pretty fun. Um, they're not that good, though. They're pitching, starting pitching has been, well, started the season so bad. I think it was, like, I think it was like eight games before one of their starters did not give up a home run. Um, But uh, they've started to settle down a little bit. Chris Sale had a decent start the other day. Um, Nick Pavetta had a really good start yesterday. Uh, Garrett Whitlock came back from the disabled list today or the IL today. What was that? Injured list? I don't even know what that stands for. Yeah. The IL. Yeah. Um, And he. They lit him up, but he, you know, I think he gave up seven runs in five innings, but he also struck out like six guys. I don't know. Um, anyway, it's a Sox team. They're going to be fun to watch. I think, Yeah.
2: what's well, going to be the funnest part.
0: I think Devers is going to have a really good year. Um, and I think that it's, you know, I think that the like, best case scenario for the Red Sox is they have a year that really everyone feels like they can build on. Um, because it really, it doesn't feel like Chaim Bloom has a great grasp on the direction of this team. Um, I think that, you know, he does things that he thinks is going to, like, One thing leads to another thing, you know, but I don't think that it's been working out for him. Like, I think that they were pretty confident they were going to re-sign Xander Bogarts this offseason. And after that happened, they didn't really have a plan B. And (laughs) also, it really feels like, you know, that like for years now, he's been in charge for a long time. And for years... They just keep talking about how, oh, the Red Sox are focusing on depth. Oh, the Red Sox are focusing on depth. And we really need to have a – like it's more important to have a deep team than to like have a bunch of superstars or like a few superstars, right? and, and I get the owner
2: that- when they won the World Series last? What's that? What year did they last win the World Series, 2018? 18, yeah. I'm Bloom was the owner then or no?
0: No, no, no. That was a uh, Dave yeah. Dombrowski team. That was like – a lot of superstars. Uh, It was a big roster with a lot of like high-paid players on it. Um, And since then, it's like Bloom has been trying to build depth. uh, Mm -hmm. And he just hasn't done it. Like, it just, is like Adam Duvall goes down and it's just, there's nobody to replace him. You know what I mean? It's like it's a house of cards. So yeah. Uh, it just is, it's a weird thing for a team like I know that this shit takes time but it's now been three years, this is the third year and it seems like in three years you can, if you're trying to build depth, you can build depth in three years and it just it hasn't happened, there is there's not the kind of depth that um, that there needs to be and it's, you know I think our pitching, honestly, I think our pitching will be better this year than it was last year. And our bullpen already looks better than it was last year. Um,
1: because it was like historically bad last year.
0: Right. But it seems it seems pretty good. You know, it's like the teams are scoring, like the teams we're playing against are scoring more, most of their runs in the first five innings against our starters. Gotcha, yeah. Um, and I just feel like uh, You know, Kenley Jensen is still looking good as the closer. This guy, Chris Martin, who is the one who gave up the only run last night. He's a singer for Coldplay. Coldplay. Right, exactly.
1: We <laughs> need really to get Chris Martin, Carlos Santana, Will Smith, and Ian Anderson together.
0: Right. Start a band, a okay. super group, as you, you might say. Oh, so- <laughs> Um, And that's a tweet, Jill. (laughs) Um, But I just think that, uh, you know, I think that the Red Sox, I think the Red Sox are going to score some runs this year. I think there's going to be a good number of high scoring games that the Red Sox might lose you know um but i think it'll be a fun season to watch um i'm liking yoshida has been fun to watch The that our cool. new player from japanese japan that guy's cool um kenley jensen's been fun to watch um
1: oh, i like that guy
0: yeah this new player tristan cassis our new like rookie first baseman who's like you know a lot of a lot is riding on that guy as far as the future of the franchise goes he's been looking pretty good um he hasn't been hitting the ball really well but he's like a really good defender at first base and he's you know he's starting to look a little bit better at the plate and it's just been so long since we've had like a, a person at first base who like can play the position defensively that it's kind of nice to see him there <laughs> um anyway i'm really excited baseball back i haven't been i haven't been beaten down enough uh right. yet this season to to be to be down on this sox team i think it's going to be a fun season
2: yeah it's, i think it's the the freedom of expectations <laughs> from expectations yeah
0: weird. maybe
2: maybe it is because well i mean like what you know what they chris me and joel me and joel probably are sitting on another perspective on this like you know what i mean like right i mean joel's got to be at the point with the white Sox now well i won't i won't talk about it but with the mariners it's like after having a good team and making the playoffs now for the first time in fucking forever it's like right the expectations for this year are like as well big this as is your for a long this time this is your
0: competitive window right exactly. now you're like in the beginning of your competitive window with these players that you
2: have 100 so like the the dynasty begins now and the dynasty is not looking very good. I mean, it's very early in the season, but and we're hitting the ball a lot tonight, even though we're losing in Chicago. But Mariners are not doing the, the little things right now very well, and I'm not sure if they're going to figure it out. They're not playing very good defense. They're not running the base as well, which they historically never do. And they got big holes in their lineup, and their starting pitching has not been – what it the pitching has not been what it was last year, but last year we were living in a rarefied error, I feel, but I don't know it's kind of the same thing though it's like w- because there's pressure for us to be good right now, and as a fan who's had a lot of time of them being bad, it seems like there's like oh shit this is this season's riding on me already. Mariners yeah. have struggled out the gate I think we're if we lose this game, we'll be eight g- games under five hundred no, I can't <laughs> remember I too many. Four games under five hundred, maybe. Only. I don't know. We're, we're, it's, it's been tough, and I don't, I don't know what to. I'm, you know, the classic pessimist in me is like, well, this is just the way it's going to go. Four games
1: under five hundred, technically.
0: Right, but then, I don't think you can look at the standings at all right now. Like, I have no idea what the Red Sox record is. Five and like seven. you're not going to be able to tell five and seven. Is that what you said? It's five and six, four, four and eight at the end five of the if to lose this game. Um, Oh, no, no, I mean,
2: but it's more, it's more, it's not like the winning percentage, it's just the way we're losing.
0: Right, exactly. But you got to look at the, I feel like you have to look at this time of year, you have to look at individual performances and like, you know, for example, you look at some people, PK Hernandez is batting 88, um, which is terrible, which is so bad. And it's like, I don't really, I, you know, I think if we get him out of, he's also got a ton of errors at shortstop. We take him out of the shortstop, put him back in the outfield. I think he could turn it around and have a decent season, but I just, it it doesn't seem like, you know, his problem, he's got problems on the field and I feel like they're translating to the problems at the plate. And I don't necessarily see that getting that much better <clears throat> Justin Turner is a new player for us, and he has having a bad year at the plate so far. Justin Turner, you know, he's working the count. He doesn't strike out much. He's walking a bunch, and it's like I feel like eventually things are going to turn around for him. I don't know that things are necessarily going to turn around for PK Hernandez unless either gets unless he gets much better at shortstop or they move him back to the outfield. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that's what you got to look at this time of year.
2: Yeah, I no, I'm just, I'm taking some solace. Like Jared Kelnick looks like he might hit this year, which would be a big deal.
0: That'd be huge for you guys.
2: Yeah, but you know, and I and I think that our rotation is going to get their shit together. So I don't know. Robbie Ray is supposedly not out for long. He's been pretty shitty though, so I'm kind of hoping that the gap. I'm hoping he's not bad. Luis Castillo has been really pretty awesome. He looked shaky yesterday, but. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not, i not, I, you know, I'm just playing the classic pessimist, I guess. Right. I mean, Joel's probably in the same position a little bit, right?
1: White Sox just got walked off by the Twins on the 10th inning on a bunt and a throwing error.
2: Look, that's, White Sox are not playing good defense.
1: Yes, correct. I bet you, you read the league in errors. I don't know. I've seen a few. It's been tough. I don't oh. like my expectations are actually in the basement right now. You you
2: State expect War. the White Sox to to win the division?
1: Not right now. I,
2: Who do I, you think's going to win the Central? Cleveland,
1: Cleveland probably, because I don't think Minnesota is very good. But uh, they're off
0: to a good start, right? Yeah.
1: <clears throat> Minnesota, yeah. No, I yeah. would Cleveland. Um, I mean, I want White Sox. You asked me that question two weeks ago. I say White Sox. Uh, they're five and seven. They played the Astros, the Giants, the Pirates, and the Twins. So that's not exactly the most. That's
2: big. not an easy run.
1: I mean, it's not, but it's not. We we end April with Rays, Blue Jays, Rays. Hmm. Which I'm thinking right two out of
2: three at Houston to start the season was probably a nice boon for that, and San Francisco, I guess, isn't that good. It
1: split it, 2-2 two, two at Houston. Four games. Oh, three. you split that's right. Split it. Lost two out of three to the Giants. Lost two out of three to the Pirates. We're one and one at the Twins right now. So, uh, shortstop Tim Anderson is on the 10-day IL Uh Outfielder slash DH Eloy Jimenez is on the 10-day IL. Third baseman, Joan Moncada, whose baseball I have right here uh, <laughs> is day-to-day. So it's not good. It's not good. Our starting pitch – actually, our starting pitching has been promulant, uh, perfectly mediocre. Uh, like, Kopech has gotten lit up a couple of times. Lance Lynn got lit up once. Dylan Cease looks like an ace. Ugh, Mike Clevenger, even though he is probably allegedly a domestic abuser, has been pitching really well. Uh, and uh, Giolito has not been looking good. But I think the starting pitching will actually end up being very good. I get questions about Lance Lynn right now, honestly. The bullpen is a hot fucking mess. Liam Hendricks is coming back from cancer. Joe Kelly is on the IL. And I think he's probably the worst statistically believer uh, in the league right now. And then we got a bunch of dudes. I mean, like, whatever, like, Reynaldo Lopez is good. Aaron Bummer is serviceable. But it's not great. So, like, the bullpen has a lot of fucking questions. Unless, if Liam Hendricks comes back and is good, that would solve a lot of questions. And if Garrett Crochet comes back and is good, that would solve a lot of questions. So, but... I don't know. Enjoy the ride. We're going to be an eighty-one and eighty-one team again. I just know it. Well, you lose
2: a third, you win a third, and it's what you do with the other third, right?
1: That's what they say. That's what Steve Stone always says.
2: But and- it's that. But the, that's what makes everyone's. That's what what makes following a baseball team so miserable. If you really you really lose, you can lose into that. Like, oh, we really have to win more games so when you lose the close games like we've lost a lot of close games at the beginning and like that this we played an extra innings game where it was like we came back and that we we tied them in the ninth then went ahead in the 10th they tied us in the bottom of the 10th we went ahead in the 12th they tied us in the bottom of the 12th and then they went or, or beat us or whatever I don't remember remember exactly but it was like going up and then losing going up and then losing it's like oh man it's frustrating we have we never have blowouts
1: well, that's what's great about being a fan, but I mean, the I'm terrible you,
2: about being a fan,
1: you lose a third, you win a third, and the other third is what matters. Is also bullshit because you don't know which one is which,
2: right? Exactly.
1: Every game matters. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, exactly. The 2001 Seattle Mariners won like 116 games, every one of that. Middle third, they won, right? Plus, plus some,
2: probably. plus some of the other ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's bullshit. Like, but I mean, the 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 wisdom of that is, it's 162 games. It's a six month season. You got to get into the grind, but every game matters. A game on September 31st means actually exactly the same as a game on April 1st they're not weighted
2: it's getting late early makes sense because for a while little bullshit can be tolerated but towards the end of the season then you know it's now it's like oh now we need now our balance of remaining schedule it's like if you're 500 you have less games to go higher above 500 with it become more urgent i but you know if you can go back and win the games that you won lost earlier in the season, but how yeah, it's
1: but like baseball. I mean, as, as someone who's never played a single game of baseball in my life, I would think that players can't think about it that way. Like if you start thinking about it like we need a winning streak now, you, you're you, fucked. You're fucked. It's just like we need to put we need, here. We go. I need to no. hit, I need to get on base
2: one, one play at one pitch at a time.
0: One pitch at a time.
2: Baseball players are like alcoholics,
0: <laughs> just gotta oh, go through the stage. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you mean, I mean. <laughs> like alcoholics. <clears throat>
2: But I think, like, ultimately, that's what it, we, like, what is cool about baseball is that it lasts forever. So 162, the seasons are so long. So, like, it, the, it you know, it separates the the good from the bad in a way that no other sport does. And it does that with all of its old counting po- points. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah.
2: the, the volume of statistics is just so much that it indicates who truly is the best and who isn't, you know, on, on in a scale that no other sport does, like. You can look at it, the numbers next to each other and know how each player kind of stacks up in a way that you can't in other sports. Yep, maybe
1: I think so. I think so. We'll talk about that. <coughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Um, this has been good. It's only April, guys. There's a lot of big games are.
2: Fucked.
1: Fucked. <laughs> ah, god. I'm going to go to White Sox at Cincinnati on uh, May 4th, 5th, and 6th. I May have the 4th no- be with you. Thank you. I have no tickets for a home, game. Uh, home White Sox game, though. I, I Why get- are you going
0: to Cincinnati? Just You got a hankering for some chili? I've been there before. It's a
1: great ballpark, great Amer- like we talked about at the beginning. Great American. No, oh, no,
0: I know you like it. I just was curious if there was a specific, if you were – had a, you, I'm know, getting, you went to Pittsburgh because no, your take, buddy gonna, is from Pittsburgh. No,
1: I'm going to take a couple of days off of work. I got to file for my uh, paid personal leave for that and do like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday thing. The thing that yeah. I talked up about this Pittsburgh trip is I took no time off. We had Friday off from work, so we left Champaign, Illinois on friday morning drove eight hours to pittsburgh got to pittsburgh about six o'clock at night on friday
2: <laughs> you guys drove for i forgot it's that far but you drove with your friend right yeah so he spent eight how good are you how good of friends are you
1: pretty good what do you mean oh i just <laughs> rode in
2: the car with you for eight <laughs> hours and then you screamed at his beloved pirates at the baseball game oh, for, yes. for another three hours and then he had to drive the eight hours back to we
1: did Japan. not murder yeah. each other
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know him so i can't really say how why you know maybe
1: no, he probably resents me now uh,
2: <laughs> like, yeah like I, I didn't know if you were like work friends or something like you presented him in a way that he kind of you it was like almost like you're, you're the guy that's really into japanese baseball that you work with
1: similar yes
2: so I just don't know how well he knows you. But,
0: oh no, he knows oh,
2: me. Sixteen hours of Joel point, in a car, plus at this, him. At, at a, this
0: point, he knows Joel more than he would like to. There <laughs> we go. That's it. That's
1: I guess it. that's where I'm going.
0: You've <laughs> <No, he>, got <laughs> a lot of Joel.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, sixty days there. Friday night no. in in Pittsburgh. Saturday, do shit. Saturday afternoon baseball game Saturday night get drunk and then wake up Sunday morning and drive back to champagne
0: does he drink what yeah that's does the question drink? is how much does he drink like regularly a lot yeah okay good oh no,
1: yeah he you know he because
2: he, <laughs> he, otherwise he's well versed in some aspects of joel's
0: that much. He that could have gone poorly for you as far as <laughs> like he'd ride for eight hours,
2: he screams, then gets drunk, and probably berates the guy. You know.
0: <laughs> right, lose. And then another eight hours. Like yeah. start a fight with somebody. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Do you even remember the bar last night, Joel? <laughs> that did happen.
1: He was asking me if I remember the bar last night. Uh shout out though. So the ball though. Okay, <laughs> we were bad luck to people in Pittsburgh.
2: Maybe that's why they were scowling at you.
1: What? Right. Shout out to Redbeard's Ball on Sixth Street that we went. That was like a home baseball, and that's a really cool ball. I've been there before. That's where I sh- I saw Joe Madden and the entire Cubs
0: drinking kitchen. Merlot.
1: Drinking Merlot, yeah. We went back to that bar. <laughs> and then, like, but the first time we went there, there was a waitress who was serving us, and she was, like, crying because she'd been, like, worked a double shift and, <laughs> and couldn't get off because nobody was there to, uh, to like, relieve her or whatever. And, we're like, oh, uh,
0: and wait, why was she crying? though? Because
1: was- she didn't work. Yeah. She
0: just didn't want to work.
1: Well, like, how long is a double shift?
2: Oh, it depends. Depends on the bar. She said what? ten. Ten, ten hours? hours. Yeah, she said ten. That's hours. like
0: a single shift.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Some bars. Anyway, she was miserable. And then the next time we went there, there was a different lady at the bar who was crying because her boyfriend had just died. Oh, oh that's
2: nice. one.
1: yeah. And then uh, one of the breakfast places we went to, the server, the guy server serving us, he just had, like, dental surgery, but got called in because there was no one else to take that shift. So, like, he was, like, high on Novocaine and couldn't talk. He looked because, it's because
2: you're unionized teachers. You're karmic. There's karmic repentance for the working class in your experience.
1: Correct. That's. I had actually almost had literally that thought.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we must be related. Very. <laughs> much had that thought. There's, there's a lot of places that are actually having trouble with, like getting Staffing. people to work in restaurants. Everything
1: you know. was understaffed.
0: Right. You know, a lot of that has to do with the fact that servers make like $2 an hour. They make $2. If you're $2 not $2. at a place that makes good tips, then it's shitty work for terrible pay.
1: Yeah. It was really <laughs> depressing. And then the last one, literally. Sounds like a great bar. You had this, this like, just classic Sports Bowl, like, big ass TVs. That's where we watched the Penguins game. And, uh, like uh, So it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. So we were like two of the six people in there. And so the drunk is
0: too.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. we had been drinking for a while. And uh, so the lady was serving us. She was great. But then she'd go and work on her laptop in between services. And we're like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm applying for health care. And keep getting denied for health care. <laughs> We're
2: like, uh, that sucks.
0: Ooh, yeah.
2: And then you pushed your laptop off the bar, and you're like, "See, everybody's having bad luck around us."
1: And I went, "Let's go, white side." <laughs>
2: Clap right in her ear, and <laughs> <We> walked out. <laughs> Here's a dollar towards your new laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they didn't like us in Pittsburgh. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Everywhere we went, people were scowling at us. <laughs> like the the night slowly reveals itself to you, and you've just been like trashing places and just being a total asshole, cheering "Let's go White Sox!" and everybody. <laughs> Your friends just sitting there with like, like hand in his head. <laughs>
0: I know. Yeah. Yeah, the, the question is: Has your friend spoken to you since you got back? I think it's no, the real question. You yeah. really buried the lead on this story. Yeah, does, has he like avoided you in the hallway <laughs> at school?
2: Uh, hey, Mister Wright.
1: She was the Stop it! Yeah, with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been. I got a baseball, though, guys. Yay. Right? Yay. <laughs> this has been definitely um, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, follow us on all your social media applications. Follow us on Twitter at umpdump. 2005, we got a TikTok account, we got an Instagram account, and a Facebook account, all of those are Dump on the Ump, mm, uh, got a blog that we don't update on ump.com. <clears throat> when are you guys going to a baseball game again?
0: I don't know, I'm probably trying to get to a Mets game pretty soon. I thought about going yesterday because they're playing San Diego, but then I decided to get high and watch the Red Sox game. Which yeah, it was a good choice. It was a much better choice. It was a good choice. I'm but I'll go to the Mets game soon. It, it was like 75 degrees today, so if that carries through into the weekend, maybe I'll go to a game Sunday or Monday if they're in town.
2: Thomas? Yeah, if the Mariners keep losing like this, maybe our tickets will get even cheaper. Or At- I'll win the raffle more often because my coworkers won't care about going.
1: Yeah. How wait, How often do you have a work raffle?
2: Our t- company has season tickets.
1: So, but how often do you, do you have to like put into a raffle regularly? How does that work?
2: The the he, HR person just does like, if you want to be in the raffle, just tell her. So you have to send her an email by a certain time and then she just puts your name into a hat. Theoretically, I think she probably gives away as favors to people. Sure and I know that the owners go through and pick the games they want to go to so not all not every game is available there's tickets for you know but so there's like normally two out of three for every you know every series if not more and they just raffle them and she knows I like baseball so I think and I'm always like I'll go in for any of them you know so she yeah sure like I won them the first week I think but but I'm not 100% convinced that she didn't give it to me because I'm nice and go where she tells me to and do what she asks me to do.
0: Right. You, like, have the fewest number of sexual harassment complaints in the whole company?
2: <laughs> well, that's doubtful, actually.
0: <laughs> right, it's not zero, but it's still the lowest amount in <laughs> the company.
2: I've definitely got a few pending, I'll tell you. <laughs> There's a couple of guys that I just can't resist grabbing their ass.
1: Always be nice to the HR lady. That's, like, the no- Oh, yeah, 100%. Always be nice to the H.O. lady. God damn. I'm always very
2: easy to work with, and I think she appreciates it. Yeah. Because I go to a lot of good... I get get those tickets a couple times a year, generally. Nice. Yeah, those are nice seats. Yeah. Pretty wild. But, yeah, the Mariners are doing... They're smart this year. They're doing $10 bleacher seats.
1: Oh, good for them. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dumb on the... Up. Uh Thanks so much for listening. Uh For Sam and for Thomas, my name is Joel. Have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. We babe I'm
0: going to leave you and let you have it If you don't believe I'm leaving, count the days I'm gone